TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw. Phillies have tightened it up. It's a one-run Chicago lead. Dunstan, a diving grab by the shortstop. Fletcher is out. His bid for a hit just inches off mark. Line drive caught by Dunstan. What a tremendous play. He's done that twice tonight, and this was even better than the first. Jay Wiz. Might have been a game saver there. Truly speaking, a game saver. All in a day's work, right, Sean? <laughs> That'll take you back. Welcome back inside the clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7. The score, we go out to the guest hotline, sponsored by a Circle Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sportsbook, where we find our next guest, the first pick of the 1982 Major League Draft, a Cubs shortstop for over a decade. Only two other shortstops have played more for the Cubs at that position than Sean Dunstan, the inspiration for the Sean-O-Meter. Good morning, Sean. Welcome inside the clubhouse. How are you? I'm doing good. Good morning. Welcome back to town. Welcome back to Wrigley Field. You're going into the Cubs Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Let's just start there. As you reflect back on your career in Chicago as a major leaguer, what does this honor mean to you? Oh, it means a lot. I mean, when you come up as a big leaguer, you just want to play in the big leagues and play for a long time and provide for your family and try to help your team win a championship. But you never think about a Hall of Famer. And now I'm a Cub Hall of Fame. It still don't sound too right with me, but it's sounding pretty good lately. Hey, Sean, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for taking some time out. Congratulations to you and your family. I know uh, the emotion of a Sean Dunstan, having watched you from the very first day as a Cub all the way through your career. Uh, it's just, uh, uh, I, I can imagine... Correct me if I'm right or wrong. You cried when you heard that you were in the going into the Cub Hall of Fame. Yeah, I did, Bruce. And how you doing, Bruce? Yes, you had me when I first started, so you know all about me. Yeah, it's kind of it, man. It's touching because you know the Hall of Fame is for um, Ernie Banks, 
It's Ron Sano. It's Billy Williams. It's Andre Rhino, Rick Sutcliffe, Lee Smith, Don Kessinger. And these are the, um, the heroes of the, um, the Cubs. And I just want to be a player for the Cubs. That's what I wanted to be. I didn't want to be a Cub Hall of Famer. But um, I really like it. I'm, I'm very humble and very grateful. Talk to me about uh, the symmetry of going in with Mark Grace, who uh, on a daily basis you would almost break his hand every single day with your 100-mile-an-hour throws from shortstop. And, and just coming up together, uh, you know, you were, you, were a, you were a little bit ahead of him, but uh, you grew and won together. Talk, talk a little bit about you and Gracie going in together. Oh, it's everything. When I heard Grace was going and it made me feel good, I'm glad he's in. I want people to understand that he's one of the first uh, first basemen to ever play this game. Like, people don't know it, but I think some people know it. They had the most hits in the 90s. And back in the 90s, there was some very good players. A guy named Tony Gwynn, you know, bless his soul, Wayne Boggs. There were some great players. And Grace had more hits than everybody in the big leagues. So I think, um, man, I'm so happy with that. And, and Grace was my security blanket when I played out there. I could go up the middle in the hole and I would throw it. And I know Grace would get it for me. And, man, I just felt so secure with Mark out there. When Mark wasn't at first, I was a little nervous. <laughs> Talking with Sean Dunson, two-time All-Star, going into the Cub Hall of Fame this weekend. Everybody remembers the sean O'Meter. Everybody remembers that infield. Sean, when you look back at those days, how long did it take before you felt that kind of confidence? And you mentioned the, the security in that infield and, and Gracie providing a security blanket. But how long before you really felt like, okay, this is I'm, – I'm past the anxiety. I belong here, and I can do the job on a regular basis at a high level? Well, that's a nice question. Yeah, it took me like a year and a half, and I got that from Rhino. Um, you know, Rhino really don't talk much. I mean, he just may let me lead by example and go out there and play and then – you know, one day he just told me, you're ready. You know, Ronald told me I'm ready. That, um, that really boosted my confidence and it made the game much easier for me. And it was nice playing with Rhino um, because we was the, um, the opposite. I was like, wow, a lot of energy. He was calm. And he always told me, Sean, you just try to catch every ball you can. I will not run into you or nothing. So I had two guys who let me just go out there and play. So man, it was just very nice playing. But it took a year and a half. But when Rhino gave me um, – Man, what I wanted to hear and say, Sean, you're ready. That really made me feel confident. So people don't know this story, Sean, and I hope you shared with us a little bit here. Sean Dunson could have been the next Willie Mays. In uh, 1992, Larry Himes took over the Chicago Cubs. And because, uh, David, because Sean was so great at going back for for fly balls on, on pop-ups, uh, Larry decided from his scouting background that Sean would be a great center fielder, and he broached the subject. Sean, take that story from there, and then relate to me what you, you said about that years later, please. Well, I mean, I, all I wanted to do was play show stuff, but I had back surgery. I had back surgery, and I missed like two years. And they told me that I can't play short no more. So when people tell me that I can't do something, I'm going to prove them wrong. And I really didn't like it. They didn't give me the chance. But center field is nice now because years later, I went to center field. And I didn't know that center field was that nice. And they kept telling me that center field is just a deeper shortstop without ground balls. And it was me always wanting to catch every, every fly ball. 
and I had a good arm. So they said it would have been a perfect um, position. But once you play infield, you don't want to leave. I think infield is more important than center field. But, but man, to me, shortstop, because when I'm 0 for 5 and I'm playing shortstop, I can't let my team down. So I have to catch every ball, and I don't have time to worry about my bat and average or nothing like that. So that's why I always liked the infield. I really didn't like outfield. But as I got older, the outfield wasn't too bad. It was very nice. Sean, what are you up to these days, and, and how are you enjoying this Cubs season, which in Chicago has come as maybe a bit of a surprise? The Cubs have stayed relevant, and they have been the best team in baseball uh, since July 25th, and, and it's been something that uh, everyone uh, can enjoy, and you, you can relate to what that feeling is like at Clark and Addison. Oh, well, basically what I do now, I'm just home, uh, man, with my wife. We have an empty nest. And I'm, um, man, I'm older. It's funny. Um, I'll tell everybody, you know, when you're old, when you hang out with your wife every day. I hang out with my <laughs> wife every day. I bug my wife every day, and I walk my dog Kobe. It's a beautiful German Shepherd, and I basically do nothing, just enjoy life, and bug my kids every day, and call them, and just, man, I'm just enjoying life. And with the Cubs, I'm so happy for them that the Cubs are winning. It's nice. I mean, man, people really don't know how nice it is when you win in Chicago. Everybody's behind you. And I tell everybody, we didn't win much except for um, 89 and 95. And when we was in third place and fourth place and fifth place, it didn't matter to us because the fans came out and rooted us on. And we thought we was in first place every day because it was a sellout crowd and they rooting for us. And then after the game, we won the game. But don't they know we're 20 games out? But the Cub fans didn't care. They always rooted us on. And I was so proud to be a Cub. And hopefully this Cub team can um, man, get out this little two-game um, losing streak and come back and um, win some games. Sean, in closing, and David and I appreciate this and look forward to uh, uh, you uh, going into the Hall of Fame with Gracie tomorrow. David and I are both on the committee, and we're thrilled that you got in. Um, talk a little bit about the modern player. You coached up until recently. Your son, uh, Junior, uh, played professionally for a long time. Tell us uh, what you think the difference is in, in the, the, the makeup of players now compared to when you started out, or if there is one in your mind. Well, the difference is, um, like, when we played, um, the game was played a little tougher. They knock you down. They drill you. They hit you. And it was more about respecting the game. And they respect the game now. It's just different. Every um, the generation is different. I like my generation. I mean, it's not like I don't like this generation. If I was in this generation, I would like it. Yes, my son is a man played a long time. He's still playing, playing in Atlantic. He's doing well. He loves the game. And he, and he actually said, Daddy, would you, man, wave to the crowd um, or your team after you hit a home run in the first inning? I said, no, I won't do that, but the game has changed because a guy named Nolan Ryan will let you know that the game is not over yet. You got three more at bat. So he will let you know that you will not be doing that. But I really like the game now. Like Back when I played, we had um, the players was much older, and I noticed when I'm older now that players are stuck in their ways and older people are stuck in their ways, and we don't like change. I don't like change either, but after a while, change is good and necessary, and it took me a little time to adjust. So how the game is going right now, I think it's really nice. These players are good. I don't envy them. I don't envy the money they make because it's much harder because everybody in the world knows that you make two, three hundred million, and everyone knows your family. You're on Twitter. It's hard, so these guys are really holding up and representing the game very nicely. 
Sean, I'm really curious because earlier this week, a guy who is as easy to like as anybody on the Cubs, Christopher Morrell, infectious enthusiasm, plays a lot of energy. He hits a 430-foot home run, and his bat flip was even more spectacular and impressive. And he does that, and I wonder, as somebody of your generation watches this happen, and it goes on on a regular basis, that's just one example, do you smile or do you cringe? Oh, I cringe. I cringe right now when you said that. I remember I seen the home run. (laughs) It was a bomb. I'm like, ooh, how can you do that? But the game is better for it now. This this is what they want, so give them what they want. I have no problem with it. But if I was playing, I couldn't do that. No. In the ninth inning, a game winner, now, I wouldn't have flipped it like that, but I'd have been very happy. But, I mean, this side of the game is like the guy Acuna is great. I mean, these guys, they got some very good players in the big leagues. Trust me, the players are very good, and they represent the league very nicely. Sean, I'll take you back to 1989 for a brief couple minutes before we let you go, and thank you again for joining us today. Um, Can you imagine a player or players having more fun than that 1989 Chicago Cub team? And by that, of course, it ended not the way you wanted it in San Francisco, but that season where you had a team that had the lowest payroll in baseball at $11 million. Okay, I'm going to repeat. The entire team was paid $11 million, okay? There were no expectations after a, a very mediocre 1988 season. Talk about the, uh, the, the, the boys of Zimmer and that 89 season and, and how much fun that was. Well, that's the best team I played for. It was just so nice. And back then, $11 million was a lot of money. We didn't, wasn't thinking about that. We just wanted to make 700000 But $11 million was a lot of money. But that team was the best. We had some very good players. We had the two leaders was Andre Rhino. No, three, Andre Rhino and Sutcliffe. And then we had this future Hall of Famer, Greg Maddox. We didn't know Maddox was going to be a Hall of Famer. We know he's a good player a good pitcher, just a teammate. But he turns into to be one of the greatest pitchers that ever played the game. And then we had, man, key players. We had Mark Grace, and then we had my buddy, um, Jerome Walter, and um, Dwight Smith came up. And they really led us. And, you know, man, Dwight's not here. That's my um, man, one of my good friends. But he led the team. And we had um, Joe Girard, we had Dan Berry, we had Mike Balecki. We go on and on. We had Mitch Williams. And Andre and Rhino just led us. And then I played. I played my part by being a maybe shortstop and trying to be a good teammate, the best teammate that I could have. Then we had a manager who would let us be ourselves. That is so important when you play in sports. As your manager, coach, you need to let players be themselves. Don't try to be something that you're not. And that's why we were so good. And then when we won, it was so beautiful because it was really wasn't for us. It was for our families and for the Cub fans. And i never forget that team and all my coaches. And the hard part about growing up is, like, all your coaches are not here. And it's hard. And I remember all the things they, they used to tell us, enjoy this, enjoy this. It doesn't last long. And But while you're playing 162 games, it feel like the season will never end, especially when you're losing. But when you're winning, the season go by quick. And, yes, I still remember in 1989, and I'm so humble and grateful and so proud to be a Chicago Cup. That was such a likable team. It's such a great group of guys. i got to ask you before we let you go, of all the memorabilia that you kept throughout your great career uh, with the Cubs and, and just as a Major League Baseball player, Sean, do you have a sean meter Do you have anything that reflects the sean meter <laughs> that was such a big deal in 1989? Well, I have my um, sean meter T-shirt. 
I always will have that. I wear it at home sometimes. The kids laugh at me. It's really tight on me right now. It's nice. But I really have enough. But I have a um, I have a 1989 um, um, team picture. It's um, really nice with a um, playoff um, um, playoff ticket on there. That's in my house. I really like that. Um, the 1989 team. And then I have other memorabilia. I have my son's hits and stuff like that, and my mom's, and they have mine. And then I have um, a couple of World Series rings from another team, which I'm very proud of, and I really appreciate the um, San Francisco Giants. But, um, man, I'm going to tell you a funny story. When I was coaching with the Giants in 2016, and the Giants was playing the Cubs. So when we meet the, um, the Cubs in the playoffs, all the players was teasing me, they go, okay, now, Sean, you know we're playing the um, Cubs. You got anything on them? And by the way, who are you rooting for? I go, really, you're going to ask me that question? But they all knew how much I love the Cubs, and I really didn't say too much. I said, man, best team win. <laughs> great answer. <laughs> and it's been great talking to you. I hope you have a terrific weekend being honored and going into the Cub Hall of Fame. A lot of Cub fans smiling, hearing your voice, getting a lot of great feedback. And, and thanks so much for joining us this morning, Sean. Okay, thank you, and y'all enjoy yourselves today. Sean Dunstan, former Cubs shortstop, two-time All-Star, one of the just great personalities from that era, Bruce, one of the easiest players from those teams I, I'm gonna to like and you, to latch on to. I'm going to give you a, a story about Sean. Uh, one spring training, he came in about um, a half hour late. Um, I think it was in 88 when uh, Don Zimmer took over team. He didn't miss anything, but he was a half hour late. And uh, Zimmer brought him into the office, and he said to him, uh, he said, uh, Sean, you're late. He goes, yeah, yeah. He said, uh, you know, I overslept a little bit, and, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, Zimmer won't happen again. He said, so let me give you a little piece of advice that uh, my, my, my manager, <clears throat> um, uh, Charlie Dressen, gave me when I played with the Dodgers back in the uh, – in the early 50s. And he said, okay, Zim, what's that? He says, if you're early, you're never late. He said, make that your mantra for your career and make it for your life too, because if you show up to everything early, you're never going to miss anything. And uh, and Sean related that story to me. I'm sorry I didn't bring it up while he was on, but uh, it, it's, you know, it, it shows you the, the beauty of, uh, you know, baseball conversations and the things that people share with each other in the game consummate pro no doubt about it and the guy who was the number one overall pick in the draft all that pressure all those expectations and they were heavy at the time and you remember him coming up back in the day people cub fans of a certain age will remember larry boa was here right he was the shortstop in place for the cubs and then sean dunson was the heir apparent and all of those things that he faced and he overcame and had such a successful career. It's great to hear Sean Dunstan. It's just it's impossible not to like that guy. Yeah, and it's impossible to think that he's a he's an older guy now because to me, <laughs> Sean Dunstan will be eternally young forever. Okay, that's how I look at Sean. He played the game with such energy, so much, such a big smile. To me, uh, you know, he's the eternal cub. That was a joyful interview. It certainly was. You could hear it in his voice. And, Bruce, we're going to keep having fun next, playing our favorite game. Time for some chin music here on Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.